I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Daja Kisubo probably swears like a sailor. When she wants to. We can too. When we want to. So if you're not a sailor, please listen at your discretion. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 3 of Cold Fire. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. We didn't start the fire. In Chapter 3... Daja goes in search of teachers for Nia and Jory. She meets comic Oakborn, who runs a large carpenter shop. She doesn't really like him because he basically says he thinks Nia will be lazy because she's rich. But he does give her advice on like other teachers. He's like, oh, this person's not teaching anymore. This person's not a good teacher. This person could this person's pretty decent. And he also just kind of generally encourages her. And he's like, I can see you're stressed because this is your first student. It's okay. But while she's out, she and her driver, Serge, find a fire in Shop Girl District. Ben is there with his firefighters. And when they realize a blind woman is stuck on the upper floor, Daja offers to rescue her. She goes into the building, noticing that the fire is burning on both sides of the staircase, but not on the staircase meaning that it probably started in two places, meaning that it was probably purposely set. Yay, arson. When Daja reaches- Yep. Hooray, so, arson. see, chapter one was cooking, chapter two was carpentry, and now we have arson. When Daja reaches the second floor, the blind girl won't leave without her birds. And at first, Daja refuses, but then she grabs the cage, shielding them with her magic. The blind girl, whose name is Gruja, follows Daja down the stairs, wrapped in a wet blanket, when they reach the door, Dodger weaves a flame tunnel to keep the fire away and allow them to walk forward. But listen, that's so fucking cool. 
right. They basically get out of the house right before everything collapses. And then everybody comes to help Grusia and the canaries that Dasha has rescued. But they're all like, no, we don't want to deal with you. Finches. 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 Thank you. (laughs) I wrote canaries. They're apparently finches. People come to rescue Grusia and her finches, but they don't want anything to do with Dasha because she's scary. And the basically the only people who would talk to her are Ben and Serge. The Serge chapter is even scared of talking to her, but he knows he has to because she's kind of with him. He's got a job to do, and Ben's yeah. like, "Take her home and take care of her." And he's like, "Um, okay, okay." And then the chapter ends with the unnamed arsonist returning to the scene of the crime. And he remembers how glorious Daja looked rescuing Grusia and decides she must be a messenger of the gods, if not a god herself. The end. That is- Since everybody has lots of opinions, uh, let's just go ahead and get started. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. Tell us all of your opinions. Okay, listen. First off, A, she's fucking 14. That's disgusting, you fucking creep. Second, well, you don't know how this, how old this guy is. He might be the same age. It's still creepy, but it might be it's less creepy, creepy if he's still around the same age as her. Okay, but the descriptors of this, like, holy shit, it's real fucking creepy. Like, it really and, is. And I think that's very very intentional because you're supposed to realize there is nothing good about this human being yeah aside from aside from the arson just add add extra bad things to that yeah (laughs) now that being said the line in that moment she was a beauty and a terror holy shit that's beautiful and i wish to embody that (laughs) it's also a very good description of fire itself so yes, I really yes, like the thematic description there. Yeah. But okay, and then I like I'm just going to go ahead and bring up the the thing that like makes my skin crawl the most and it's not it's not just because she's 14, it's that obsessive attitude that this person has. The two lines of had she come for him to make him her servant or her priest whatever she was he would love her until they died holy shit bruh get some therapy first off second off she's fucking 14 that's a life commitment right there uh are you (laughs) sure (laughs) and third she's fucking 14 you're a creep get some therapy bruh (laughs) i have feelings and opinions on this what a little freak (laughs) I, I have a prediction. I think I might know who it is, but I hope I'm wrong. Oh. Because while reading it, she runs into Ben, and I was thinking to myself, how is he always able to be at these fires so quickly? The town's pretty big. You have, It's kind of weird that he's just always there. And then... But in his defense... I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, because I really like Ben. But then he comes back and he, the guy is looking for coals of fire and stuff. Bennett knows to look for these things because he's been trained by this 
person that deals with fire and stuff. So he knows to look for those things. And then he was commenting on how beautiful Daja looked. He was the only one there that didn't seem scared of her. Everyone else was scared and he's yelling at at everybody. I I don't know. I kind of think it's him, but I hope it's not because I really like him. Okay, but in his defense, A, the two times we've seen him with the fires, Mm -hmm. they have almost entirely consumed the building already. It's enough time for someone to go, bruh, we got a problem and gather everybody because everybody is gathered and actively working to put it out. That would give him enough time to get there. Also, if the person was trained in the firefighting, which we see some hints that they might have been, mm-hmm. that they would know to look for that. Oh, no. I also feel like there was a line, too, of him saying these people need to be put to the test, basically. He trained them, but I feel like he wants to make sure that they know how to do it. I think the timing doesn't work out, at least with this fire, because it seems like whoever this creepy dude is in the crowd sees her walk out and get like bring the the birds and the girl out. So I don't think it matches up with Ben timing wise. Yeah. But that that I mean, does he could have been there. He set the fire and then he's watching these people like, oh, is it is, is are they gonna be able to do the stuff? And then Oh no, whoops, I didn't realize there were people in there. Oh shit. I, I think just the part after after, like when she's coming out and stuff. I think it doesn't match up, but that doesn't mean that they're not connected. Um and... also we have to take into account we don't necessarily know where Ben was. So like the first fire that's in what the first chapter, that one like it happens very close to where Daja is staying, like where that family lives. And if you look on the map, you can tell that Ben's house is very close to their house. I figured it was since he's also rich and it seems like they're a rich neighborhood. Right. So if he's at home, it makes perfect sense that he's going to be there right away. And then as far as this one... I don't remember like where it is, but it's possible Mm -hmm. that like there's some that he had some kind of business going on somewhere that he also, you know, happened to be close by. You're right. We've only seen two fires, but if we keep seeing fires and he's at every single one of them, it's a little suspicious. What's what's that? (laughs) What's there's like a a saying for that. It's like one time it's luck. A second time is a coincidence and a third time's a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. So should we title chapter one luck, chapter two coincidence, or chapter three coincidence, and whenever we see the third fire pattern? Like, pattern, it's yeah. been. He's doing it. Well, we also know that the first one was set accidentally. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, like, the first one technically was a fluke. Right. Yeah, but so this one, this one is luck. to make sure that they are doing things properly that, that I feel like fluke, but this one is actually like gonna cause some damage to people so I've gotta test to see if he trained all his people properly feel like it's him I hope it's not him I hope I'm wrong to quote the great Neil Gaiman wait and see the descriptor this description of he had the Kusiko accent that Daja likes so much. 
one that made yes. each word sound like a particularly tasty piece of cheese. Yes. yes. That is a very specific descriptor, which makes me very interesting as to why we chose a particularly tasty piece of cheese. Cheese is so good. And I myself am a sucker for accents too. I I love me an accent. And tasty cheese, I think it's a great parallel. Okay, are we are we talking about cheese as in just the taste? We're not talking about anything but the taste of cheese. Or are we talking about the mouth experience of cheese? There's there's some mouthfeel in there. There's some like taste going on. There's some like aromatics going on. What kind of particularly tasty piece of cheese are we talking here? Like, are we? (laughs) And are we talking like? I think you're going too much into this. I am looking a lot into. Because a food and b it's cheese. You don't need to know what cheese it is. It's cheese, and cheese is fucking delicious. I need. <laughs> I need to know because if it's blue cheese, we, we've got some questions. Yeah. If it's yeah. Munster, yeah. I don't fucking want that shit. And if it's Kobe Jack, give it all. <laughs> like you know what I mean? There, there's a difference between blue cheese Gouda and Kobe Jack. The line isn't there work to be done and then everybody's like, oh shit, gotta do work. It goes immediately back to it. Like, there's something about that that cracks me up. Crack the whip because they were just gawking. The advice Kamat gives Daja just makes me happy because he does come across as very gruff and grumpy and then he's actually like, okay, but here's the thing. (laughs) It's really nice. I work with a guy like that. I was warned about him before I took the position I'm in. They're like, don't worry about this guy. He's he's just kind of gruff, but he's really nice. Like, I've worked with him before. He He's a big old softy. He just seems like a big gruff guy, but he's mm-hmm. not. Pain should be one thing. Exhilaration, another. At least she thought they were supposed to be different most of the time. As someone who gets tattoos and piercings pretty regularly... Uh Like, I feel that the descriptor of Daja coming through, like, the tunnel that she builds, I really, really love that. Right in the beginning, I liked the mention of Water's Day, which is essentially just our Sunday or the Jewish version of the Sabbath, which is kind of neat. Just having like a day off of the week. That's yeah, you know, a little bit of world building. A little, little, little zhuzh it up a little bit to be like, hey, most people are on break this day, so keep that in mind. I like the idea of a commercial grade wood shop because we haven't had a whole lot of really big like, aside from like the palace in Somersea, like we haven't had a lot of really big buildings or seeing anything that involving like commerce aside from like smaller shops and stuff. It's kind of cool to see that there are these big, almost, you know, industrial sized, I don't want to say factories, but you know, just these larger workshops working in in this world because everything we've seen has been pretty small scale. 
I liked when Kamak Oakborn could sense Staj's magic, like as soon as she walked into the workshop. And he did not make a stink when she proved that she was a mage, unlike almost every other character that has that we've seen in these books be like, you're a kid and a mage? Pfft, whatever. You're just a kid. How could you be a mage or whatever? Like, you know, everyone's shitty about it, literally all the time. And this guy who is, you know, we kind of talked about. I was going to say, Dodge is even like, oh, he's going to be like one of those people. We're and preparing yourself like, oh. for it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, cool. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to have a conversation like adults now. <laughs> I just really like how Oakborn stands in stark contrast to Stone Slicer from the last book because there's that where Stone Slicer's like, oh, they'll give anyone a medallion these days. And Oakborn just walks in and he's like, oh, hi, you're clearly a mage. And then also there's no issue. Like, okay, so he he does make the comment about, oh, I don't think Mia's going to work because she's wealthy. But he he gets like, yeah, this person needs a teacher and that whole element of duty. And then he's like really nice to her with, oh, it's your, it's your first student, isn't it? And she's like, yes. And he's like, it's all right. Like, we all feel that way. Like, everybody goes through it. And so just the sort of, like, kind of camaraderie that there there is there, or the potential for camaraderie at the very least, which is completely non-existent in the last book. Yeah. It's like just showing, like, a modicum of respect, which is what you should do anyways. It's refreshing. You know, even though he is kind of gruff, and he even gave her the little patronizing smile of, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure kid... Like he, he was still considerate. He was still nice about it. I also enjoyed uh, when they talked about the lamplighters, which is something I never really thought of because, well, you know, like up in the north, when it gets to winter, you end up having super long nights, you know, month long nights, essentially, where there is no sun because the world is round and that's how sun works. Good one, spitting science facts. <laughs> <laughs> yes but that, yeah there are these you know lamp lighters like the british had that forever they'd had people go around turning on the street lamps on the on the streets and stuff but uh they have like literally giant lamps that will like light up the entire town because there is no sun that's fucking sick the the idea of that sort of i think of it as like a lighthouse minus the rotation thingy I, I don't know. The idea of that is just so cool to me. Um, it's a really fun world building. Yeah. You don't see people put a lot of thought into, oh, yeah, it do be dark in the cold north sometimes for a long time, and people should do something about it. It also informs you of just how far north they are. I went to Lithuania several times, and it's pretty far north. Now, granted, I was there in the summertime, so I had the opposite where there were like literally like four hours of darkness. The sun would finally finish setting at like midnight and then sunrise would be at like four in the morning. But Lithuania is cool. pretty far north <laughs> and they don't get as much darkness as it sounds like Kugisko gets. Because from the way this is written, it sounds like in Kugisko, they literally like don't have sun for a couple months and that doesn't happen in Lithuania. They still have at least some sun. Yeah, we're, we're talking like North Alaska at this point. Right. And, yeah. and to be honest, the first thing it reminded me of was the movie uh, 30 Days of Night, which is a horror movie with vampires because vampires attacking uh, a town. 
I was like, oh. I, I know which one you're talking about because it's like actually set in like Alaska and they're murdering people in this town and it's just I, I <laughs> Alright, bro. Because when better would it be for vampires to attack a town than a town where it's dark for a whole month? Valid though. Valid. Find yeah. me not to go there. <laughs> <laughs> the last one uh was the way this was written, when Daja is about to leave the house, but then the fire kind of engulfs the doorway and is blocking her way out, and it's it's written as, she was willing to let this fire continue because someone had invited it here, but it could not be allowed to delay her. The absolute confidence that I feel like Daja would have had, you're in the way, fire, so I'm gonna fucking move you. You will not hold me back. Goodbye. <laughs> You body slammed fire last time, like, bitch, I will body slam you, get yeah, in my she, way. She, she <laughs> body slammed an entire go? forest fire. Uh, a house yeah. fire is nothing. She will yeah, show, she will put you in your place. It's quite yeah. literally, bruh, you want to fucking go? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> the fire be like, damn, Dasha got hands. <laughs> I like at the beginning when she tries to go skating on her own. That way nobody is there to watch her make a fool. <laughs> that she does. <laughs> she can fall down as many times as she wants without anybody to see her. And I feel that. What, what so was much. it like 10 times she fell before she's like, fuck this shit, I'm out? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when she put her power into the thin wire bars the cage to keep the birds safe i thought that was really cool um that she could do something like that which kind of makes me a little upset with daja i love daja but if she knew that she could do that why was she gonna be mean to the blind lady to begin with like no you can't take your damn birds daja you're able to do this why are you gonna be mean and not save the birds any of the other four but not daja she's she's learned pettiness from them throughout the years that's what daja picked up daja picked up pettiness everybody else has learned kind of something from everybody else i wonder well they're all petty um, I have one last one, and it's uh, from the creepy guy. Whenever he thinks to himself that they ought to flinch from a goddess like her, like damn right, Daja is a goddess. I was kind of surprised to see Daja just like wearing her mage medallion outright. I guess I shouldn't be that surprised because she's going around looking for mage teachers, so it makes sense that she should just wear it and not like be constantly like pulling it out from under her shirt. Yeah, but, that's what I assumed, because when I read that line, I was like, that's kind of weird. They were told to hide it, but then again, she was looking for the teacher, so that's why I assumed it was out. Also, Serge, his clothes are described, and to me, he really sounded like he was dressed like Santa Claus, which just yeah. amused the hell out of me. And it's right. perfect, because he's driving a sleigh. I love it, though. And they're really far north. They're in the North Pole. Oh my god, Serge is Santa Claus. He is. All those girls that he talks to, they're elves. It all it's all coming together. All coming together. <laughs> the dot, the dots are being connected. So this is the third book that has referenced teachers beating students. Oakborn when he's giving Daja recommendations, like he says, "Oh, can I see your list?" 
And he's kind of saying, oh, like this person you should cross off the list because they're really old and they don't take students anymore. And he says, this person beats their kids. So I don't like beats their students. So I don't recommend them. So this is the the third book that we've seen some reference about people beating their students. I feel like Pierce has strong feelings about this. Considering I, I, it's been mentioned three times, kind of get the feeling that's the case. But you know what? I uh, I agree with Pierce. I don't like it either. Oh, and I same. I work in a school where we have corporal punishment, and I hate it. I have oh to yeah, put up with it. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I heard on a podcast maybe a month or two ago where somebody's like, yeah, I don't think people do that anymore. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you guys must live in a city. Yeah, there's a lot of the more rural towns still do that shit. They have to have parent permission to give, they call it SWATs. And then you have to have at least two teachers present. I work at the high school. And so at the high school, kids generally have the option. So it's as your punishment, you can pick to have ISS or get SWATs. High school kids are getting SWATs? Yeah. I don't understand, but I can, I I get it more in younger kids getting SWATs. But high school, that's kind of weird. And I do... I do oh, I was know gonna that say was... that was the same in Alabama when I was in high school. It was the same exact situation. That's the South for you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I do know that there was a student a couple of years ago who had gotten in trouble for something and the mom had called in and said, like, if you lay a finger on my child and was furious and they're like, look, look, we haven't done anything. We're not going to. We need your permission to do that. That is not the only punishment. There are other options, but good for that mom. I also noticed that Pierce surrounds Daja with men in this book. Like a lot of the other characters are male, including just like little side characters. But, you know, we've got Frostpine, we've got Ben... We've got Oakborn now, even like Surge. And I just thought that was very interesting that this seems to be more heavily male than the other books so far. I could be totally wrong about that, but... Uh, okay, but I noticed that too. I, I think that it's not unintentional. An accident? Yeah. And, yeah, and I, think I agree. I that. think that there's a purpose behind it. Well, which... Daja is very traditionally masculine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of masculine traits that she has, and I think that pairing with masculine characters is very it, it's it's very telling, and it brings right. that into stark contrast. I feel. Yeah, I I also think that there's some things that are gonna that we're gonna deal with with Daja in later books that we may come back to this about. Because uh, that's where my mind went with it. Although there are at least three female characters who he haven't met yet who will show up in this book. So it could also just be that all the male characters get introduced early. The bit where Daja is, when she first arrives at the fire and she's watching Ben kind of direct his firefighters and everything, she observes that he's not frightened, so they aren't. It occurred to me reading that what an important part of leadership that is. Even if you are scared of what's going on, you have to kind of push it back and hide it because other people are going to take their cue from you about what emotional state they should be in. When I was in college... 
I took a Bible is lit class and my teacher would always point out in these stories where you had a woman at a window and it's always literally this female figure who is helpless and watching all of the shit that is about to go down and they can't do anything about it. And so whenever I see a woman at a window, whenever I see that image, I always go back and think about that. And we have that here with Grugia calling out for help in the middle of the fire. And so I was like, hey, it's the woman at the window. And then I love seeing how Daja's grown in this chapter because she's using information that she learned from Daja's book. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Part two of our three step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. And I'm going to turn this over to Goodwin and Indy because I kind of already stole theirs. Well, yeah, the theme that I found uh, in this chapter is confidence. Kind of how you mentioned earlier, Molly. Um, ben is leading the fire brigade, essentially. And everyone that comes up to him are going to be taking cues, whether knowingly or unknowingly, on how to act based on how he's acting. So if he starts freaking out, if he starts acting funny, if he gets depressed or stressed, it's going to rub off on everyone else. And that's, that's just kind of how leadership works. People look up to the people in those positions. And if you exude confidence, those people are going to feel that from you and act in the same way. And we also see that with Daja being confident about saying, hey, I'm going to go rescue this lady from the fire because of the fact that she didn't hesitate or, you know, try to make an excuse or try to explain herself or anything. Ben just goes ahead and is like, yes, do it. I trust you. Go ahead. So I feel that confidence is kind of a big, kind of the big theme of this chapter. That's kind of how I feel about the whole thing is there's actually you took the exact two quotes. <laughs> if we, if we, uh, if we got them, it's, it's for, it's for a reason, right? I don't really have much to add to that actually. So good job. Good one. I you sold beat it. me to it. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. So I'll pretend like, uh, yeah, that was mine as well. <laughs> God, good one. You're just stealing everybody's left, right, and center. Oh, God, I know. Well, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm a pull in Indy then. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> my theme was kindness. We have Oakborn helping Daja, kind of giving her advice about who may be a decent teacher for a new mage and who's definitely not going to be a decent teacher because they get drunk and hit their students. Daja rescuing Gruja and also going, okay, you know what? I'm going to rescue your birds too. Ben being the only person who will look at or talk to Daja after she rescues people. Also Matazi giving Daja the sleigh. She's like, yes, let me give you a sleigh and a driver and everything you need to do this to make your life easier. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? What I pulled out is whenever she's talking to uh, the gruff guy, he talks shit about the rich people, how they're not going to want to do anything without even meeting said people. I want to not be like that get to know a person first before I make assumptions about them. I don't want to just overgeneralize a group of people just because that's the experience I've had with them before, I guess. So Give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes. That yeah. is what I wrote too. She was willing to let this fire continue because someone had invited it here but it could not be allowed to delay her. I feel like there are times when I am too stubborn and I run right over other people's opinions, feelings, and their intentions. I, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a little aggressive. So just, just you know, a little bit aggressive. You never, aggressive? No way. Never noticed I, that. 
I know. It's, it's you are like one of the most kindest and gentlest people I know. Okay, I do try to be one of the kindest, so fuck you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I It kind of makes me think that, you know, I need to be more courteous of other people's intentions. And I, I won't say not take it personally, but like, let them have their opinions. Depends on the also, opinion. But also not let it stand in my way or have me dwelling on that because I do that a lot where I just sit and stew on shit bullshit at work that made me quit the job (laughs) I sit there and I stew on it and I let it get in my way because I really liked that job I just could not stand her anymore (laughs) that's how bad it was I loved that job and I loved those people and I let her get in my way yeah this one actually hits real close to home this week since I just quit my job (laughs) the personal magic that I found was to be respectful regardless of your level of knowledge pretty much the scene with Kamek and Daja clearly the guy is a master woodworker he runs this giant shop but when Daja came in and you know asked for his help even though he didn't necessarily agree that it would be a good idea he still listened to her in a respectful manner and didn't belittle her for being a young mage kind of ran into the situation a couple months ago uh, when I was working with a pretty new real estate agent we were both working different sizes of transaction you know not to say that i'm an expert real estate agent or anything i've been doing it for eight years so i know some stuff i'm not going to pretend i know everything but um this agent really impressed me with how professional courteous and hardworking they were and it's you know sometimes kind of rare to see that from newer agents who have just started There's a lot of people that start this job and don't do things the right way or they don't want to put the effort in to do it. But she hustled to make this deal happen. And without her, it wouldn't have gotten done. So this is a good one to keep in mind to just be respectful of other people. And just because they're newer at something than you are doesn't mean that they don't have what it takes. And frankly, could even be helpful to you. They could have information or techniques that could be new to you that you could definitely benefit from. So just try to be respectful to everyone regardless of their skill level. And that's that's it. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter four of Cold Fire. Daja sipped her tea. It was watery. The third or fourth brewing from these leaves, not the first. Did they think she was a servant? If she were here as a traitor to do business, she would have left. Pebbled sea hospitality dictated food, tea, and a comfortable setting. Articles as important as the business discussed. Tea like this was a slap in the face. Daja, hello, hello. Ben Ladradin walked in, making the room feel cramped. He seemed taller indoors than he had out. You're good to come, and so quickly. I thought you might be exhausted. We can really talk another time. No, I'm fine, Daja said. Truly, I am Revolt Lodradun. Ben, remember, Revolt Lodradun is who I am to the people at my business. I prefer to think about business as little as possible. He poured himself tea, put a sugar lump in his teeth, and tried to swallow. 
He made a face and went to the door. Leaning out, he called, I want my tea, you lanny. He turned back to Daja, running a big hand over the, he turned back to Daja, running a big hand over the unruly curls on top of his head. She didn't realize that you're an important guest. They get in trouble if they brew fresh tea for someone who isn't merchant class. Where are you from exactly? I don't think anyone mentioned it. I lived four years at Winding Circle Temple in Emelon, where Frostpine's a dedicate, said Daja, looking up at him. She wished he could sit. Before that, I was a trader on the Pebbled Sea. To her relief, her neck getting sore, he crouched to start a fire in his stove. As I understand it, if you're a trader, you're one for life. People can leave, Daja said. Some do, usually for love. I was made Trangxi, outcast, when my family's ship sank and I was the only one who lived. And now you're a smith mage. He added wood until a healthy blaze was going. Daja nodded, then realized he couldn't see it. So they tell me, she replied. I keep thinking I haven't learned nearly enough. He asked her other things about her travels, about the metals she had studied. Once the maid brought fresh tea, Ben poured for Daja and himself. Settling into his chair, he cradled his steaming glass in his hands. His left hand was unbandaged now, with newly healed skin, bright pink on its back. How did you do it? He wanted to know. I told you Godsforge couldn't handle fire, though he could shape it. He made creatures for the local children on holidays. They loved his fire butterflies and dragons. He could never have walked into a burning building like you did and come out unscathed. I don't know how I can do it and others can't, Daja replied. The Frostpine can too. And you can see even inside the flames, Ben asked. Daja nodded, just as clear as you can see me. Ben set his glass down, turning the metal base in his fingers. He took a deep breath, like a man about to dive into the sea, then asked, did you see anything odd inside the boarding house? Anything unusual? Daja thought, of course, he's probably seen hundreds of fires. He'd noticed this one was not typical. I think the fire was set, she told him. He frowned. I was afraid of that, he commented softly. I hoped I was wrong. He coughed and sipped his tea. Why do you think it was set? Daja stared at the hearth fire, picturing the burning house in her mind. On the ground floor, everything to the right of the hall and everything to the left was burning. The hall and stairs were spelled against fire, but the spells weren't that good. She drank her tea, registering the stronger taste. Accident fires run outward from one place. By the time this one reached those spells, it should have been big enough to roll over them. Ben nodded. She continued. That hall should have been on fire, too. I think it was started maybe in the cellar along each side of the house. That's why the hall and stairs weren't burning. The fire hadn't reached them yet. Ben sighed. I think you're right. I noticed each side was going up first along the length of the building. It just looked wrong. Have there been any other suspicious fires lately? Daja asked. Ben smiled crookedly. No, we lost a warehouse a couple of months ago, but that wasn't suspicious. And there weren't any big fires all summer, which is our worst season. He shook his head. I've heard some broth brains claim we've made the city so safe that the fire spirits have left us. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. 
If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. That wretched demon in the front room. The dog? Yes. I've heard a few barks, but not a lot. Nope, oh, I hear it again. Oh, there There it is. There he goes. He won't shut up. I keep yelling at him, and he's not shutting up. So. Oh, well. We're dog people on this podcast. Are we? Yeah. Uh, I am. (laughs) Goodwin's like, I'm offended that you would suggest I'm not. What the the crap? I am not. I am a cat person. I love kitty cats. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.